0: Welcome to Watching Films on the Toilet. A couple of dads, we watch films on the toilet because we can't watch them with our young children or uh, old wives (laughs) who don't like those kind of gruesome, gory, violent films that we normally talk about. And then we chat about them amongst Mm -hmm. other things and that's it, isn't it?
1: That's it, yeah.
0: It's all in the theme song.
1: Try and have a a bit of a laugh. (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah we'll see won't we we'll
1: see about that
0: so today we're going to be discussing the 2008 film rambo starring Mm. and directed by says long that's
1: right
0: or as they call it in plymouth rambe (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: that's what they would say yeah
0: you seen rambe actually it's very violent, and I don't think I'll be watching it again. It's disgusting.
1: <laughs> Before that, Ben, time for correspondence.
0: Hey Have So, have you received a letter?
1: I have received a letter. It's from uh, old Josh Widdicombe.
0: Oh, hooray! Josh has written in. He has. Yeah. It's fair to say we've we've probably laid into Josh a bit.
1: Oh, I mean, he deserves it though, doesn't he? Yeah, he deserves it. I mean, he, he's he's asked for it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess so.
1: Here's the letter. Dear watching films on the toilet, Devon Funnyman and classic dad, Josh Widdicombe here, why oh why do you continue taking the mickey out of me? I don't like it at all. The constant barbs about the lame stand-up and secretly sordid private life have been nothing but mean-spirited, but last week you crossed a line. When you pretended that I had a stand-up bit about my son shooting people from a bell tower, you were bang out of order. I take parenting incredibly seriously and I will not stand for people making my children the butt of their jokes. As parents yourselves, you should feel ashamed. Make jokes at my expense all you like. I can take it, but leave my children out of it. My son will grow up to be a decent, good-hearted man. He would never shoot random strangers from a bell tower. If my son kills anyone, it will be those filthy prostitutes just like his dad (laughs) does. Yours, Josh W.
2: Uh... (laughs) Ah...
0: There we go. <laughs> oh wow! All all came at the end, there, didn't it? It's a slow burn. Do you want to apologise to Josh?
1: I mean, I would never apologise to Josh, Josh Whittacom, ever. I guess you know, bring, bring people's children in, into comedy somewhat frowned upon. Yeah. And, and as Josh said, you know, his son would never kill anyone. If it does, it would just be, you know, ladies of the night, like his dad, like his dad, <laughs> like Josh has done.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, good to know. Well. Let's see. Hopefully Josh is listening to this. He's not going to be happy with that apology because it wasn't one. So maybe all right. And again,
1: I hope hope so. Maybe, maybe leave a voice message next time, Josh.
0: (laughs) Speaking of voice messages, we've had one. We upset someone else last week. Film director Michael Bay, who uh, we, we found some footage of him on the set of Ambulance really laying into Jake Gyllenhaal. I put it on the internet and it's gone viral. So he had something to say about that. So I'll, I'll play you the message.
2: Hey, this is a message for those toilet movie fucks. Those da 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 Okay, I can't get that fucking song out of my head. Hold on. Ring, ring, ring. I'm in the middle of. What do you mean? I don't read scripts. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. Don't you fucking go anywhere, you pieces of shit. Yeah. The third act. Nobody gives a fuck. The drone guy. <laughs> the, 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 the guy that flies the drone. No, not that guy. He's the same age as me. No, I want a child, okay? Find me a child that can fly a f**ing drone down the side of... Th- <laughs> <sighs> Under a... Br- br- <laughs> and up my f**ing ass. That's the movie, okay? And as for you in your da, 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 podcast. If you play this message, I will... <laughs> pfft, the both of you in your sleep, okay? You got that? Hold on. Ring, ring. Who the f*** is this? Do I want cocaine? What the f*** do you think? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, there he is. Michael Bay. Oh, wow. Michael
1: Bay there. Very cross. He was... He was very cross, wasn't he? cross. He, he struggles keeping keeping his thoughts in a, in sort of in a, in a, in a linear sort of way. It does.
0: It? He does. He ba- doesn't really finish sentences, I've noticed. Yeah, he was really cross. I'm not sure. Should I? I, I don't really have anything to apologise for because I was just sharing with the world what he said.
1: If there was an apologiser between the two of us, it would be you, wouldn't it?
0: I think I said to someone yesterday, a child started crying in front of me there was no reason for it and i said i don't i don't know what i did i don't know what i did but i'm sorry and that kind of mm-hmm. sums up my entire life i don't know what i did but i'm sorry so why did you apologize i do because I, it I was just my natural reaction to do so
1: so if if i was queuing up somewhere with my kids and one of them start crying the, the man next to them went, oh sorry i'd be like well what have you done you psycho
0: no you're right you're right so what should i have done
1: well, I mean, what did you do?
0: The child climbed up on something. I went over them to to them just in case they fell off. And they just start crying. I don't feel like I did anything.
1: I think in those situations, I was, I would, rather than face any social embarrassment, mm. I'd rather just let another person's child hurt themselves.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I'll remember that for next time. Uh, good. Well, great correspondences. Uh, Eamon. Hello. Have you got any toilet news?
1: I have indeed. Yes! When nature calls... Woman plunges headfirst into filthy national forest vault toilet after dropping her phone and using dog leash as harness to lower herself in to retrieve it. Oh wow! A vault toilet is is a it's like a big tank that gets emptied by, by a lorry. I had to look that up. So a California woman was rescued from a vault toilet after plunging headfirst into it oh. while trying to retrieve her cell phone by using a dog leash as a harness.
0: Sounds like the sort of the worst stunt that Tom Cruise could do.
1: It sounds like something that had happened on Jackass. Yeah. She tried to use a dog leash as a harness to lower herself into the toilet, so she repelled into the toilet. Yeah. However, it did not support her weight, and she fell into the vault... <laughs> She fell into the vault head first. Oh,
0: head first. Oh, the worst direction to fall in.
1: The woman spent around 20 minutes attempting to get out of the vault toilet before ultimately finding her phone and calling 911. It's disgusting. There's a brilliant picture of the uh, Brin and Fire Department, two guys who are in front of the the toilet. Yeah. And they they cannot look happier with themselves. (laughs) They're absolutely beaming. (laughs)
0: What what do you think they're happy that she did that or that they got her out? I don't know. They must just be pleased they're on the news.
1: Do you think they were like uh, <laughs> saying to the woman, like, uh, do you want do you want to get in one of these? <laughs> do you want to do you do you want to come in? So she's covered, just like cutting like cake, yeah. In in poop. Come on, come on, come over. <laughs> come on. Let's get. Well, look, we we'll take them we'll and probably not use it, <laughs> but let's let's get you in for one anyway.
0: Go on, hold up your phone though. Hold up your phone.
1: Oh, your smelly phone that you <laughs> apparently worth it.
0: Just those two smiling with this monster in between them. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, as, as I shared on this program very early doors, mm-hmm. I was once covered head to, to toe in human poop.
0: You were, weren't you?
1: And uh, they they didn't even think to, to offer to take a photo of me afterwards. Right. And I was actually quite insulted by that.
0: But look at your skin compared to mine.
1: And it's beautiful, isn't it? I mean, I look radiant
0: says it all, really, doesn't it
1: trade trade secret yeah i think that woman's now gonna be like she'll be in one of those spam type adverts and it's like her anti-aging product and it'll be like doctors hate this woman (laughs) 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 and it's like her her anti-aging secret yeah human waste i jumped into a barrel full of human
0: waste Uh, yeah and 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 it took 20 years off my skin
1: bottom half like haggard old woman Mm. Top half, like beautiful, but like covered in dirt.
0: <laughs> or it'll just say doctors hate this woman and give absolutely no reason.
1: Yeah, just. And then, in fairness, people that doesn't really generate mystique because people are like, yeah, I, she's covered in. I really yeah, look at her as well. She looks Gross. like a monster. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, good. Excellent. So anyway, so this week we're talking about 2008 Rambo. So this is the fourth film in the Rambo franchise, starring Old Sly. How did did you watch this film?
1: I watched it on the toilet, of course.
0: How many sittings? Seven. Yeah, similarly, I I did it in five. And in every episode, I attempt to summarise the film in the time it takes Eamon to do a really long wee. And we call it Hmm. the summer wee. (laughs) And uh, this week, Eamon, what did you have a drink for me to provide that, that lengthy time?
1: A load of snake blood. Oh, snake blood. Mm. Snake blood. How is that? It's horrible. How much did you drink? Three litres. Wow. How long? I didn't really do a wee as such, but I was in A&E for for 27 hours.
0: Oh, okay. Good. So I've got 27 hours in which to summarise the film Rambo. Correct. Well, I'm still going to try and do it as quickly as possible, even though you've given me a silly long time and it won't be very impressive when I manage to do it quickly, but here we go. So traumatized war veteran turned vigilante mercenary John Rambo is living in Thailand, catching snakes, sailing his boat, and dehydrating himself to look swole AF until a bunch of Christian missionaries ask him to ferry them into Burma so they can provide medical aid to the victims of a long running civil war, because that's what Christian missionaries do. Rambo takes some persuading, but after an oddly philosophical conversation, he drops them off in the war zone and heads home to catch some snakes. Unfortunately, the missionaries are attacked by a bunch of murderous soldiers. Who throw children into fires and feed people to pigs? Rambo agrees to take a bunch of proper mercenary leads into Burma to rescue the prisoners and then tags along for the absolute carnage that lies ahead. They sneak into the soldiers' camp, rescue the humanitarians, and make their way back to Rambo's boat. Hooray! No! Unfortunately, the remaining soldiers are hot on their tails, so Rambo has no choice but to obliterate. Everyone, literally. After a brutal fight, Rambo escapes with the remaining missionaries. Then he heads back to the US to see his dad, R-Rambo. And that's the end.
1: Okay, well, that's one minute 26. Right. So quite long. Quite yeah. long. I know you uh, get, got quite blase about the your 27 hours, but maybe you'd need that.
0: <laughs> maybe if you told me I only had a minute, I would have sped up.
1: Well, I'm sorry that I ended up in A&E for 27 hours after drinking three litres of snake blood.
0: You're right, actually, I didn't ask. Are you all right now?
1: No, no, no. The entire bottom half of me has, been, has basically been eaten away.
0: Good. Now, Eamon, you are a philosophy graduate. I am indeed. Okay, now, there's a part in this film where Rambo, the hero, is uh, refusing the call to action. Mm. And then he is convinced by Julie Benz mm. To take the Christian mer- missionaries, not mercenaries, missionaries up the river. Yeah. And they engage in a very philosophical conversation about the value of life, which ends with, with the following lines. Rambo says, no, you're trying to change what is. And Julie Ben says, and what is? And that's the end of the conversation. So Eamon, my question for you, what is?
1: Uh, I've been expecting this. I've been expecting this mm-hmm. question for a long old time, so I of course have an answer prepared.
0: Excellent. Mm-hmm.
1: And that answer will be forthcoming. Yeah. <clears throat> when I finish this sentence. Okay. Uh, which will be sometime. I can't wait. Round about.
0: I'm so excited.
1: Now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no fair. I I've made a note about that. I'm I'm so I know th- this was 2008 so what's that 14 years ago but wow even then why do we have to go through this rigmarole of someone going to the protagonist will you help us will you go on this quest slash challenge slash adventure and they go no no i don't want to do it oh it's horrible (laughs) and they go oh no please and they go no 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 go away yeah and then a plucky member of that team comes back and it's just like are you sure? And they go, oh, all right, then I'll come along. Like,
0: all right. How well, no, you going to oh, do okay, it. Okay, okay, I will. What's different about this film compared to other movies where the, the hero refuses and then obliges mm. is that usually the hero has some kind of personal reason to get involved. Whereas with this, she's just pretty. Is that it? Is that the reason?
1: Yeah. She's, she's smoking hot didn't she yeah you do whatever she (laughs) asks you to do apparently so i know a little bit about international development weirdly because that's what my wife does and no christian missionaries would go well we know this place is like an absolute hellhole yeah the best thing we could do with our time and resources is go there try and go there (laughs) and and like risk everything not only ourselves but the people we ask to help us yeah. And the people we're trying to help. <laughs> that would never, ever, ever happen. What they do is they go, um, well, let's just raise as much money as we can. And that will go through the official channels yeah. with the, the charities and non-profit organizations that they are already in place. That's right. It's laughable.
0: So initially they're like, we're going anyway. Oh, we'll girl, don't you? Rambo then shoots four pirates in the head. Uh, shoots one of them about five times in the head yeah and even at that point they still keep going
1: i know which of course like, everyone would like in real life obviously like completely wig out and they'd be like you know let's go immediately yeah but not, not only that the uh the head church guy is just like uh i don't approve of what you've just done <laughs> like even though yeah. clearly just saved all of their lives. Yeah. And it's just so, well, I can't condone what you've just done and in fact, I'm going to report you. Yeah.
0: What a loser. <laughs> so you've got this group of Christian missionaries and then you've got a group of mercenaries. So they're just a proper bunch yeah. of mercenaries, isn't they? Are you, what, what are you talking about? Oh, this is a stinking place. I don't want to be here any more than you do.
1: They had to cast someone who was of Southeast Asian ancestry. Uh, one of the American actors obviously had that that sort of heritage. I think simply because... Yeah. I think it was like a back-covering exercise so that any time someone used any sort of racist language, they sort of cut to him and he would sort of like roll his eyes. So, so it's kind of like the filmmakers having their cake and eating it there.
0: It really was. It was like, hey, they're not all bad. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I was thinking, like, could you make a film like that these days? Because it really was basically saying this and all the people from this one country are just really horrible. It's
0: a bizarre film. I mean, it's so it, it's banned in Myanmar slash Burma.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised.
0: And it really does feel like like a sort of video nasty from the 80s Yeah, because it's so violent and so extreme and sort of so in such poor taste, yeah, really, it is. Yeah. it feels like something you would have to hunt down and, you know, watch with your mates. It's quite remarkable.
1: It was just one of those things where it, it, we all know the head honcho of the baddies is a despicable man because <laughs> yeah. of the things we've seen him say and do. Yeah. And then they were like, hmm. I'm not sure we've really hammered home just how horrible this man is. Yeah. We better just make him a paedophile, just, just in case. I'm slightly worried that people might end up liking this guy. How do you make sure yeah. they don't like them? Let's make him a paedophile.
0: He does look quite cool with those aviators on.
1: Yeah. I watched this film on Amazon. Yeah. And one of the brilliant things about Amazon is the, uh, the X-ray yes feature that they have it's incredible the hilarious thing is a lot of the things are clearly written by like gun nuts because all like the goofs and continuity errors like usually you'd hope there'd be like something funny like uh one scene he's wearing a green hat in the next it's red yeah there's genuine one in this where it's like uh when he's firing the 50 caliber gun when the ammunition has run out, it clicks several times. In reality, this would not happen. It's self-cycling ammunition. It would only click once. It's just like, n- no one cares. That is not entertaining in the slightest. But I guess
0: these are the sort of people that re this film yeah. over and over again. Though.
1: Part of the general trivia. It says, during its long development process, the film went through a few different story premises. One unproduced script featured Rambo living a quiet life with wife and child until white supremacists kidnap his family. Okay. Another found Rambo trying to stop a hostage situation at the United Nations where he was working as a diplomat. (laughs) Rambo? Okay. When, (laughs) When terrorists, including Rambo's adopted son take control of the UN headquarters in New York City.
0: Hmm. Like... Where there's
1: Why would... Yeah, exactly. Like, he, a deeply troubled man, like, perennially on the run from the law, is yeah. somehow gone straight, and so straight he works for the UN. Yeah. <laughs> but he's adopted a son who then becomes a terrorist. I mean, <laughs> it's just like, how... It's, it's just... I find it, it absolutely fascinating and also also terrifying if you
0: throw enough excrement at a wall some of it will stick
1: well i mean barely any has though has it or if you
0: obliterate someone with a hand cannon Mm. they'll stick to the wall as well
1: i mean that's the sad thing isn't it like everything is just like a very thin preamble to get to like the crazy gunfights
0: it is i mean there's all that trash but the violence is undeniably exhilarating it is just so so violent mm. and it's very well done there's obviously he shoots the pirates but there's a point at which he fires an arrow a mm. couple of arrows through one of the fellas yeah and an arrow goes through his head and then the guy lands on a mine yes and blows up yeah i mean it's very inventive and very very shocking
1: but is it shocking <laughs> like? I was trying to think. I, I was racking my brain as to like think of the really most shocking moments of violence I can remember, and actually, some of the best examples were in Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, yeah. If you think about the pilot episode of Game of Thrones, where Jamie Lannister pushes Bran Stark out of the window, <laughs> yeah. I remember being like, "Whoa!" Like that was really just like took, caught me way off guard. Mm. Like the, the the like the Red Wedding. Both of those things, yeah. deeply, deeply shocking, but they had been, been earned by lots of, of well-paced, sort of structured, you know, drama.
0: Maybe the word is uh, visceral.
1: Oh, it's visceral, It, but it, it, it means nothing. Yeah. Because, you know, you're meant to feel shock, seeing, like, children and women and and men being, like, brutalised in that raid scene. Yeah. But because we're not really giving it any sort of background or, or you know, meet those characters... And actually, I thought it was filmed in. It was filmed like an action sequence, yeah. so it was quite sort of dynamic. There was like whip pans and <laughs> yeah, zooms and stuff. <laughs> which, it, and as soon as you, you they use that kind of language of filmmaking, you suddenly realise, oh, this is an action sequence. that's not real. Yeah, I thought it was incredibly violent and visceral, but really like low impact.
0: Surely, you felt something when Rambo obliterated the man with the mounted gun.
1: I mean, it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it's just absolutely hilarious.
0: I think my favourite bit of the whole film is when he sets off a nuke in the middle of the woods
1: I know because <laughs> <laughs> they go um, like and I'm going to sound like that bloody ammunition nerd now yeah you are but they go like oh this is a it's a bunker buster bust bomb from World War 2 mm. so it's just like you're saying okay this thing that's been sat here rotting for 70 years still alive yeah still going to go up
0: guaranteed colossal yeah. explosion and- which would have wiped out all the missionaries and the mercenaries and everybody else as well. But
1: also, like, what was it doing there in the first place? There's in the middle of, there's no bunkers there. why are they dropping it in the middle of, of a jungle?
0: Who knows what mad men do, Amon?
1: Who knows what those crazy Brits are up to during this war?
0: Exactly. What is? What is?
1: Yeah. Yeah, we we keep on circling back to that question, don't we? What is? You
0: you haven't given me an answer, so I suppose the uh,
1: the classic answer is what isn't.
0: I'm not satisfied. I'm not satisfied with that.
1: That's all you're going to get from me.
0: Also, Sly's career had pretty much gone down the toilet until there was a rocky Rocky Balboa came out in I think 2006, which blew him up a bit.
2: Pretty good. And
0: then he resurfaced. Now. Remember when, when Fight Club came out? Mm. Brad Pitt's physique yeah. sort of changed the way that leading men then looked That's right, in Hollywood yeah, movies. Lean, very lean, mm. hairless. And then I think Sly was trying to do the same thing because mm. he kind of came back with this leather, quite severely dehydrated, very veiny mm. but big physique. Which did it did catch on. I think Hugh Jackman as Wolverine kind of did the same thing. Mm-hmm. But thankfully it seems to have sort of died out now.
1: Again, on the uh, X-ray notes. Mm. said so this is the only film in the franchise up to that point where he hadn't been topless. Ah. Like all the other films that, you know, spends a lot of time sort of half naked to show off his his body yeah and the reason for it is he was halfway through getting all the tattoos inked on his shoulders
0: oh for the expendables
1: so he's but those are real apparently like he oh. has big proper tats on his shoulders
0: was it because his human growth hormone hadn't quite kicked in as well
1: that's right yeah. he's really waiting for that enlarged head to start popping
0: yeah it's just it just doesn't work without it does it
1: no no it's interesting that the whole how hench you should be now as leading man i think we've kind of sort of fallen mm. somewhere between the two stores haven't we so like um chris pratt seems like the archetype now doesn't he so he's kind of yeah you know regular looking guy but obviously done some serious work in the gym so yeah semi-jacked i think is the industry term
0: i mean but even that takes an incredible amount of work I mean, he's sort
1: of movie
0: semi-jacked, but he's yeah, not. Yeah,
1: movie semi-jacked is like regular, f- fully jacked.
0: Yeah. I think they've realized that mm. someone like The Rock, who has such an insane physique, you, you, can't, you can't play a normal man. No. Chris Pratt can actually play a normal mm-hmm. guy, I guess. Yeah. The Rock can't.
1: You, you are a massive uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger fan from back in the day. I was a big Arnie fan.
0: Did a presentation on him in year eight.
1: What grade did you get for that?
0: I don't remember the grade. I just remember that um, it made quite
1: an impact. No, that could could mean it was good or bad. Yeah. So, was the jackedness part of the appeal?
0: Was I into Arnie
1: because of his jackedness? Was it part of the appeal? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it was. He was... His body was so extreme. When you saw Arnie on screen, it... Yeah, it was impressive. Yes, it was Eamon. Mm. I'm not going to deny it. He was
1: and... Well, still is. He's a specimen, you know? Oh, he's not any more bent come off it. He's not bad. He
0: still keeps in shape.
1: He's better than you. I could chin old on Schwarzenegger, no doubt. No way. No doubt. He's got this weird old man muscular body now where his kind of chest is like a triangle. If you see him in profile, it's like the the chest no longer sort of sticks directly out. <laughs> yeah. At right angles. It goes sort of like down, like like it's a, an, a triangle. Yes, And he has these weird skinny legs.
0: And he has a horse in his kitchen.
1: And I imagine that's why he uh, crashed his massive car.
0: Because of his triangle chest.
1: Because of his triangle chest, yeah. Don't be mean to Arnold. He's the one who tried to run someone over, Ben. It wasn't me.
0: He didn't mean it. He's an old man. My granddad reversed into a tank before he stopped driving. We were at a summer fair and um, (laughs) he was, all right, let's go. It's time to go. And he got in his Volvo Mm. And there was a tank there, you know, for all the kids to see. Yeah. And yeah, he managed to he this is true. He managed to reverse into the tank. Oh, it's an and actual, he got out of his car like and,
1: an armored tank.
0: Yeah, like a proper tank. Yeah. He's like,
1: "Oh bloody, what is that doing there?" It's like, <laughs> mm. "I don't think it appeared out of
0: nowhere, Grandad."
1: Yeah. And you can't see the stationary tank. Maybe it's time to to hang up the uh, the driving gloves.
0: Yeah. All right, I'm just going to interrupt Damon uh, for a second. We're just a uh, shout out mm. to our sponsor. Uh, it's a new product on the market, which you may have seen in the supermarkets. It's called ham cream. Oh, ham cream. Mm. Uh, squirts like cream, mm. but it is ham.
1: Oh, okay. And what's the what's the, what's the texture then?
0: So it's sort of like um, fluffy and light. Yeah.
1: ham. Huh. <laughs> yeah, and it's not yeah. hand. That, it's not hand cream. You're not saying ham cream, are you?
0: No, no. Ham, ham. cream. Ham.
1: Yeah, so it comes in a... Like shaving foam.
0: Yeah, like shaving foam.
1: So do you wash your hands with it then?
0: No, no, no. You can spray it straight into your mouth. <laughs> like
1: uh, like whippy
0: cream. Like whippy cream. That's what it's like.
1: It's it's whipped ham cream. Uh, it's so often that I'm just like really bad. I just want that like hit of ham. Yeah. But I can't be bothered <laughs> to open a packet of ham it's for yeah. it's, it's for that it's exactly like that
0: it saves the inconvenience of placing a slice of ham on bread
1: oh god it takes forever <laughs> it takes
0: forever right yeah instead little swirl of ham bang mm-hmm. bobs your sandwich as they say oh that sounds delicious yeah
1: glad they're our new sponsor
0: that's right and uh, you can get a, a free box of ham cream at uh, hamcream.org uh, use the code toilet films and uh, and they'll ship it straight to your door. Oh, because you want a lot, wouldn't you? You wouldn't want like one.
1: Oh, and it's like you know how addictive ham is. You eat, you never just eat like one packet of ham. No, you only ever, you always eat like six or seven. <laughs>
0: exactly. So yeah, give them a a bit of love and back to our film chat. So Eamon, it's come to the part of the show where we decide whether we're going to flush the film down the mm-hmm. toilet, much like rambo flushes his toilet his toilet yeah that the best we could do yeah
1: (laughs) what does rambo flush oh he flushes uh mercenaries out of the jungle ah good uh, some kind of bad soldier man what's
0: that again right
1: oh hang on so that's not part of oh oh you have noticed you do this you'll ask you'll ask for feedback and then you'll cut me out
0: what oh yeah that's a good point now i just want cohesion that's all Okay. Okay. No. Fine. We'll carry on. Forget it. Look. No. no. Ooh, behind the no. scenes. Yeah. yeah people is, love that.
1: Is, basically. Anytime Ben says something like in some way insightful or amusing. Yeah. That that you've missed like massive cut where I've just told him exactly what to say. Yeah. Every time. And he yeah. just he just removes it and then it's just every like. Every time. Well, let me. I'm just going to rephrase that so it sounds like I've made it up. Yeah. Anyway. Or so uh, will we flush it or
0: will we fish it out like Rambo? Uh, fishes snakes out of the sea and puts them in a bag. Like big rubber snakes that he puts out in the a bag. Out of the
1: sea? Yeah. He fishes snakes out of the sea, does he?
0: Near the sea. Go on, do a better one. What yeah. does he fish out?
1: Well he fishes fish, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs>
0: he fish he does he shoots fish with an arrow. He does, yeah.
1: Oh. Foreshadowing. Oh, he—he uh, okay. could shoot that fish. I, I wonder. I wonder if he can shoot a man with that bow and arrow. Guess we'll Through never find out.
0: I wonder if that fish will land on a mine.
1: <laughs> That's what. Should... It'd be brilliant that if he was like, good. yeah, if he used like fish as his weapon. That'd be fine. Or if more he expensive.
0: hunted fish with claymores.
1: That would be awesome.
0: Either way, <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Good God, will you fish <laughs> this out or will you flush it down the toilet?
1: Oh, uh, flushing. It's. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It didn't. I wasn't cross after I finished it. Yeah, but I was just like that's just a bit of silliness. That is what I thought of it. I thought the soundtrack was quite good and the sound editing was pretty good. So it's not like it was dross. You know, people are taking their time over at this. It's Just a shame they didn't spend any time on the story or or script. And how about you?
0: I am actually very torn with this, um, are you and I really? didn't expect to be. I am because you know I. <laughs> I do like violent movies. Yeah. And I do think the violence in this movie was done well. It made me want to go back and watch the action bits again. Not mm. the village massacre. That was horrible. But yeah. the obliteration at the end is just... <laughs> it's That's just it mad. Yeah. It's completely mad. So,
1: what it says in the script? Rambo obliterates the army. He, might, he, he does, doesn't he, he? Might as well. And for that
0: sequence... I would sit through the rest of the film just to get to that. Oh,
1: okay.
0: So, I mean, it's not going in the tank of glory. You flushed it. I flushed it. So I am going to fish it out. (laughs) I'm going to fish it out. I know it's mental. I know it says nothing and it is in bad taste. But that sequence where he, from when he sets off the nuke to when he, blows up the man's head on the boat. I just, I can't not say I enjoyed that. I, it was thrilling.
1: I did love the, the bit where he, he takes control of the gun. It's hilarious. <laughs> the, but obviously he, he, he kills the guard next to it. And then I hadn't realized this. There's a driver in the Jeep. So the next thing he does is just like points the <laughs> gun, pushes the gun up. So it points the gun directly at this guy from about that far away. And it just like turns him into like paste.
0: He cuts the guy in half at the end and he sort of rolls into pieces. Yeah. It is something. So I would fish it out. But... Fair enough. Ultimately, without the double fish, Rambo is flushed away.
1: So that was Rambo. Now we're doing our top five game. Where Ben and I try and guess each other's top five films based on a specific theme. The theme inspired by the film we just watched. This episode, because Rambo is very violent. So violent. Very violent indeed.
0: It's so violent, it's disgusting.
1: It is disgusting. We're it's doing disgusting. our top five most violent films. So Ben and I take it in turns to try and guess each other's films. Yeah, after three guesses, whoever yeah. has the most correct guesses wins yay that person has the honor of being a great man (laughs) and most importantly they get to choose the film for the next episode yeah Uh, the loser has to partake in a horrible forfeit Mm. for Mm. their shame the shame of losing
0: what would your criteria for choosing a violent movie be
1: i think i took violence to have a, an aspect of surprise in it mm. like the unexpected unexpected I suppose
0: Okay. yeah I mean violence should be shocking as we've discussed before so yes I, I agree with your element of surprise I think a, a violent movie will will be very violent have lots of violence
1: oh wait, wait a minute you think a violent movie would be very violent that's flippin neck, that, Ben that's
0: deep isn't it that was in my notes
1: that's the title of this episode a violent film is very violent <laughs>
0: violent film very violent (laughs) good all right um shut up and guess my first one
1: (laughs) oh okay i'm gonna say itchy the killer
0: no it's grotesque but it's sort of it's quite comical i wasn't shocked by it it's just quite silly fair dues all right this is a duplicate okay i'm just gonna go straight in with it robocop
1: Mm. oh no it's a good call actually go
0: on then another guess
1: a Serbian film?
0: I didn't choose that. It was just designed to shock. I, there's nothing particularly surprising about that film because I think I knew how horrible it was going to be. And it really is. Um, so no, my next choice for you would be Commando. No. Damn. I thought you might have chosen Arnie and that was the one that popped into my head. But
1: I would say the thing about Commando is it's not that, that violent in a way, because it's just lots of cartoon-level shooting. Lots of shooting, oh, yeah. I think we're on a completely different wavelength here.
0: Eamon, I didn't want to say it, but it's felt like that for some time.
1: It's, it's the podcast where we split up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to go for, for for one that I think is quite violent, Okay. I know you like. Is mm-hmm. The Raid. Which Raid? The Raid. The Raid. The Raid.
0: The Raid. Okay, I, I'll i give it to you. I actually chose The Raid 2. Oh, Really? I did because the raid two features a shotgun blast to the head right at the end, which doesn't mm. cut away, and it yeah.
2: is horrific.
1: <laughs> uh, do you know what? Kick myself if you got this on your list, but we reviewed a film called The Night Comes for Us, mm. which was had a lot of the same fellas in. It that did. is flipping violent. That is f- <laughs> yeah. that is unbelievably violent. That
0: was so violent. It yeah. really was so violent. I haven't, I haven't put that on, but
1: oh, okay, cool.
0: For my last guest, I'm going to say Bone Tomahawk.
1: Yes, yes, I, yes, I have yes, got yes. yes. That.
0: <laughs> ah, I didn't know if you'd seen it.
1: There's a bit where basically a man gets butchered like like an animal, and I will never forget that image. It's, f- I don't know what they used. It looked so real.
0: It's so horrible. It's, it's, it is h- horrible. We've both had three guesses. We've both mm-hmm. got one right. I guess it comes down to the amount of duplicates we used. I, yeah. had, I had one.
1: I had zero.
0: And you had none. So, Eamon, congratulations. You have won this week. Brilliant. Well done, mate. Well done.
1: Thanks I'm not going to
0: get cross this week. I normally am like, oh, God, you. You do, yeah. I don't mind. It was it's such really... a weird one this week that... um yeah. It's fine.
1: <laughs> Go on then. T- tell me what was on your list. All right, man. So
0: my top five most this violent movies what I ever done seen were RoboCop, Battle Royale, uh, Rambo, which we've just discussed, The Raid Two, and Old Boy.
1: So I had also Battle Royale. Yep. I can only vaguely remember it, but I know it's violent. Bone Tomahawk, uh, Natural Born Killers. Oh, okay. Which I don't actually really like that much, but I, I know it's super violent. Mm. Uh, Hostel. Oh,
0: yeah, we saw that, didn't we? It's
1: just that kind of uh, gore porn.
0: We saw that together in Streatham.
1: Did we did, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: And that guy got very um, excited. He was with a... I'm assuming he was on a date. And he shouted... i sure if I can say it, if it's rude or not. Once someone got horribly killed during one mm. part of the film... And he shouted, suck your mom
1: at oh, the
0: screen, <laughs> which was really very odd. Yeah, it wasn't kind of, it wasn't an exhilarating death. It was horrible. Um, I don't know if they went on a second date.
1: If that was you, please let us know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you Shouts. were the, uh, the suck your mum chap from Streatham in the early 2000s, <laughs> let us know. Drop us a line. That, okay. that same screening, we saw someone be thrown out of the door, down the steps, by two security guards that were there.
1: Like Chatty Jeff in The Fresh Prince, when Uncle Phil throws him out of the door.
0: Not quite as fun.
1: Oh. Yeah. Last on my list was Kill List.
0: Oh, yeah. I, that was that was nearly violent. on my list, too. I
1: think that's that kind of disturbing type violence. That's
0: got some horrible violence in it.
1: Well, so, you're the loser, the big lose man. hmm <laughs> That's right. And as a result, you have to do a forfeit. Okay. Very simple forfeit. You have to become a Christian missionary. Oh. So good luck.
0: Okay, well, let's see how I get on. Last week, came and you lost, and your forfeit was to rob a bank. Mm-hmm. So how did that go?
1: <laughs> it went a little something like this. Okay, so my forfeit this time is to rob a bank. I'm a bit apprehensive about it. I've never been in trouble with the law, so robbing a bank is quite an escalation. However, I've done some thinking, and I've come up with a plan which I'm pretty confident will mean I come out of this whole thing unscathed. Okay, I'm outside the bank. I've got my piece. I just need to psych myself up, and then I'm going in. Let's do this. This is a robbery. Everyone on the f-ing ground now. Don't look at me, don't you f-ing look at me. You, stand up, you're coming with me. You're going to help me get what I came here for.
0: But this is a food bank. There's no money
1: here. I f***ing know what this place is, you f-t. Now start shoving those tin peaches in this sack now. But this is a charity. Shut it. Oh dear. Come on, come on. That's everything. Good. Now, will you remember this face? Yes. Wrong answer, Grandma. The rest of you keep your f***ing eyes down. Okay, well that went pretty much perfectly. Not got used for this stuff that I stole, to be honest, so I'm just going to throw it in the bin. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Okay, right, so the film we're going to be watching next time mm-hmm. is The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent.
0: Oh, with Nick Cage. Uh,
1: starring Nick Cage, Pedro Pascal, and directed by Tom Gore-McCann.
0: Great, I'm mm-hmm. well, look, looking forward to that.
1: Righto. that's it
0: you can find us on facebook on twitter on instagram on youtube and all the plat all the platforms uh leave us a message write us a review yeah just do something please just do something i
1: think we've got like six reviews I'd i'd honestly and this is with all sincerity bloody love reading reviews that say how great we are (laughs) yeah it's like in it's like how i used to feel at school when i got good grades i used Mm. to read and reread the teacher's comments yes so if you want to give an old man a real buzz just just write a nice review go on keep flushing bye bye